0: And I know that you know that. But I want to encourage you that you understand the values of your church. What is important? The first and foremost important thing about a believer's life is that they have faith. They believe in God. They believe in his ways, his counsel, his statutes, and his judgment. So as a believer, as a member of Only Believe Ministries Christian Center, come together. Let's grow in faith so we can please God. AND GLORIFY HIM.
1: WE BELIEVE IN BUILDING STRONG FRIENDSHIPS, CARING FOR ONE ANOTHER AND WATCHING OUT FOR OUR BROTHERS AND OUR SISTERS IN OUR CHURCH FAMILY. WE ALSO BELIEVE IN NURTURING RELATIONSHIPS IN OUR WORKPLACE AND OUR NEIGHBORHOOD SO THAT WE CAN WIN PEOPLE TO JESUS. THE LOVE WE EXPERIENCE IN OUR UPWARD CONNECTION WITH CHRIST IS THE LOVE WE STRIVE to share every single day because we value relationships. It is no secret around here that one of our top values is being a rescuer for Christ. You may be saying, Nicole, I don't know how to rescue somebody. What if they're broke? What if they need mended? That's okay. If they do, you're in the right place at the right time. Remember, it's not our job to fix anyone. That's God's job, but it is our job to share the love of Jesus Christ, like someone shared with you. Share his love, share your testimony. It'll work.
2: Women become in an
0: atmosphere of security. Men become in an atmosphere of honor. We cannot reach our full potential
3: without each other. You're not pursuing your wife as the treasure she is with your whole heart, man, you are missing out. Your
2: wife needs and deserves your whole heart.
1: Husbands are our treasure too. Whatever we put our effort to, whatever we give our time, our resources to, that's gonna become the treasure in our life.
0: You can experience your freedom. You can experience forgiveness that is not of this world. You're gonna experience it in his time, for his glory, but in the meantime, don't miss it.
1: I guess I gotta have a microphone to come out and say something, don't I? Here, I've been standing back there waiting for that countdown to happen. Well, hallelujah, welcome to Only Believe tonight exciting news tonight. You just saw the EXO conference and advertising for all of you married couples out there. Maybe you're just engaged right now. This would be good for you to be here. Not that I'm pointing any fingers at anyone in particular. Shekinah, Jordan. Anyways, there's a lot of engaged ones around here. We need to work on our marriages even before we get started. But I now have dates and times for you. So February the 12th, that's a Friday, 8 p.m. we start, and we're going to be reconvening in the morning on February 13th at 10 a.m. I just want to remind you this is a free event, and there will be free child care, so we have zero excuses of why our marriage cannot be here. Amen? All right, I'm just telling you, men and women, maintenance before it's broke. Oh, new microphone. I like, Ooh, I likes it. Okay, well, we want to also welcome any visitors Um, That are in the house tonight, if you're here There's visitors cards in the front of the pew In front of you, you can grab that If you want to fill one out, you want to know more information About our church, we'd love to get that to you Also, we welcome all of our live streamers If you're watching from YouTube tonight We say welcome, this is our family We ask you to join us tonight We have a night of praise and worship That's coming out, we're going to give some testimonies Thanksgiving, because tonight Is the kickoff Of our small groups So we're going to start our small group semester with praise worship some Thanksgiving yeah and even some prayer at the end of our service so because we are in 21 days of prayer how many of you have been participating in our 21 days okay good good this is good so there is a prayer tree in our lobby that we filled in December I'm asking if you are joined with us in this 21 days of prayer then I'm asking that tonight you go out to the lobby on your way out and grab a prayer request. And then for the next 20 days that we have left over, I think it's like 17 days we have left, I want you to join your faith with a person that filled out that card and believe God for their miracle. Not just yours, not just a breakthrough in our life, but a breakthrough for someone else. Can we do that, church? All right, stand to your feet. We're gonna start some praise and worship. Then we're gonna do some things and pray over our small group leaders. And then we're gonna go back.
4: Or anything that he wants to, just ask him.
0: Hallelujah. Well, you can be seated. I know you're out there. I can't see you. Gonna have some lights? Hallelujah. Praise God forever. Well, hallelujah. We are in a nation that is divided. Now, I'm going to receive the offering in just a moment, but whether we like the deck of cards that have been handed to us or not we are accepting a new president that has been seated today and we are going to pray for that president we are going to lift up our leaders because they will need it more than ever we are going to pray for them because we are not in this nation because of any political party we are in this nation because God has placed us here and he has drawn the boundaries of our dwellings we are Americans and we after the next four years the next eight years the next thousand years, we're still going to be Americans. And so it would behoove us not to be a part of the problem. See, we want everybody to accept our elected, elected, but we don't want to accept anybody else's elected. Well, we live in a democracy, and that democracy means... That the party that has the majority is the party that rules. Now, you may not agree. I don't have the option because I belong to God to voice my opinion. My opinion is not important. My party's representation or preference is not important to anyone. But I do understand that I may not agree with everything, but the democratic process, if not proven in our judicial system to be wrong, has got to be accepted, whether you like it or not. If not, you saw on the news today what would happen. Anarchy. And so... We are not people of division. We are people of peace. And our liberty in Christ is not being threatened. You say, but my liberty is as an American. Well, then that's where you have the opportunity to vote. Or you can cause your own civil war. You can do whatever you want to do. But remember, you don't belong to this kingdom. You belong to the kingdom of God. And we are governed by God and His commandments. Amen. It doesn't matter what happens in the world. We are not called to control the world. We are called to occupy till Jesus comes. We are called to live by faith in Christ Jesus. And that's what you and I are purposing to do if this world turns worse than it's ever been which it will our allegiance is not to our government nor to a ruling party or to an idea our allegiance is to the kingdom of God that rules and reigns forever. Amen? And that's where our allegiance is. So that's what we are about. And what we're going to do, we're going to pray for the leaders of our country that we can live at peace and accomplish God's will in this world that is filled with wickedness. That's what we are called to do. Don't try to make it any better. You cannot adjust God's system to make it better. Yep, now I'm down to two grunts. See, we think that being an American means that we have to control the condition of the world. You are not in control of the condition of the world man is and whoever he submits himself to and that's not Democrat or Republican it's God or the devil and if we are ever going to have any more impact in this world than we've ever had then we're going to do it God's way and not our way we are not people that worship a party or serve a party or worship an individual or are moved to division or strife by an individual. We belong to Jesus Christ. Well will our government, our government has not taken every child under the age of two years old and killed them in the streets yet. Yet they did in Jesus' time and there was not one response except God finished his plan. You are not wiser than God. You're not smarter than God. You're not more powerful than God. So let's work with God. Let's not get caught up into things that will not change one life. Not one. It may appease you because you got your will or that you got who you like. But it won't change one life eternally. Come on, own up to it. It's God's truth. Only Jesus can do that. And if we put as much strength into preaching the gospel and reaching the world as we did in our political passions, we might already have been raptured. So, there's no sense in what is the old saying, don't cry over spilt milk. Amen? We prayed, we fasted that the corruption will come forth if it's corrupt it will be revealed things will be righted things will be changed but until then we're not going to surmise we're not going to dream up theories or anything else we are going to handle our world and our life the way that god told us to handle it Amen? That's what we're going to do as a church. Hallelujah. Now that your pockets are shut, I'm going to reach back in there, and I'm going to challenge you to get ready to give an offering unto the Lord. Praise God. We're going to receive our tithe and offering. Uh, There is an envelope that is in the pew uh, that is in front of you. Just get in there and pull one out. Make your checks payable to only believe ministries Christian center, I probably should have used that spiel towards the end of the service. But at the end of the service, we are going to be praying for our nation. And we're going to be praying for the leaders of our nation. We're going to be praying that God would move on their hearts. That he would visit them with dreams and visions. He's been known to change the course of a nation in one night. Because the righteous did what was right. And I believe that God can do the same thing. And so I believe that God, as we pray, will transform the leadership of our nation. And though we do not agree with policies, we will pray for our nation and our leaders. Amen? Amen. So, we're going to be doing that at the end of the service. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, stir our hearts, God, to use the greatest weapon that the church has. Faith in you. That, God, we will be men and women that will live holy. We will be blameless. We will be without accusation of being divisive. And God, we will pray for our leaders. We will lift them up. And God, you will bless our nation. Now, God, I ask you to bless every seed that's being sowed, every tithe, God, that is being given. We thank you for it. We know that you're faithful. Perform your word in Jesus' name amen and amen stand to your feet and bring your tithe and offering unto the lord
1: You miss Patty, they met her halfway with the bucket. I like it. All right, so we have some testimonies tonight. Do I have the like, testimonies that we talked about today? Brandy and Rick, Samuel, and then I also have Josh and Abby. If you guys would come down front, I want to go over some of these testimonies. We'll start with them. So, last semester at the end, um, I want to say it was the beginning of. Um, November we had eight weeks or the beginning of October we had eight weeks of sessions here at Only Believe for small groups and we had it wasn't our biggest but it it was just a short period of time that we could put some things in and we were going to give it a try and Josh and Abby were a part of the parenting group and we have Rick and Brandy, they were part of our marriage group. I spent most of my time with Rick and Brandy. i got to be honest with you. That's where I need the most work. And then I spent some time with Samuel, too, in there. Um, We were in the identity class together. So I just want to give a moment. Tonight is not for naught. I don't want you to think, oh, we came to a service just to pray for small groups. We're not a church that has small groups. We're a church of small groups. And this is why. Because the only way a church gets bigger but remains smaller is if we still have connections and relationships. And each one of us have an experience, a life experience, a change that we've gone through. We've got freedoms in different areas of our lives, but there's still freedoms that we're pursuing that maybe we haven't got through. Maybe something to you happened as a child and you haven't received that breakthrough of true forgiveness yet for the person that did something that harmed you. We all went through these small groups because we need a little help. That's all right. But if we don't find that freedom, how can we help someone else find freedom in the same place? So small groups is about, you know, pastor preaches tirelessly Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, every week. But he might not get to marriage for a year or two years. (laughs) Whereas with a marriage small group, it was intentional for eight weeks. Keep your finger on the on the marriage and don't let up until significant change happens. Amen. So I'm going to start with Brandy and Rick since I started there. Who wants to talk
5: first?
6: Okay. <laughs> Brandy, got
5: it. Okay. So um, they had been talking several weeks. You know, everybody signed up, and we had no intention of doing this. <laughs> and um, I think it was the last Sunday for signups. And Rick went to the car. Somebody asked me a question. I told him I'd be right there. Something turned me around, and I went up to the counter, and I started talking to Pastor Nicole about some questions about the group. Signed us up without asking Rick. (laughs) So I go out to the car, and I was like, "Um, yeah, I signed us up for marriage, small group. Is that okay? In my head, I'm like, I'm going by myself, but whatever. Um, And what led me to do that is we had been coming up to our 15th wedding anniversary, and things in our marriage weren't, horrible but they weren't great and I didn't like where we were at and I wanted it to change and I want to have a strong marriage and a marriage that survives because I don't want to be that statistic that ends up not making it and I knew that to make those changes I had to make the step forward. I had to do the work. Um, so we went <laughs> and um, it wasn't earth-shattering information. But it was enough information that made us start talking. And in those talks, (laughs) we kept talking. And more things came out. And we just reconnected like we'd never connected before. Things had been said that I didn't know were going on. I'm sure maybe the same for him. But for me, what I got out of it was I needed to talk, I needed to communicate, and I needed to look at things differently than just what was in my head, because what's in my head isn't always what's in his head. Um, so it made me stop and reevaluate things, and it just made us grow, and it's an ongoing process, um, but I'm so thankful that we did because I think it really saved a lot of heartache and a lot of struggles, um, so we re-signed up again, so here we go, (laughs) yep, group number two, so... (laughs)
3: She hit the nail on the head. She laid it all out there, and I was willing to go, and God dealt with me and in my areas that I needed to be dealt with, and we've grown leaps and bounds, and one thing I can say is you go into a small group, be open-minded, be teachable, and watch what God will do.
1: Thank you, Rick. So this is just one marriage. Listen, there, there, was, there was some things that they told Randy and I. You know, they were like, you know, we were thinking about going to a different church. We just weren't happy. And then they realized when they were in the small group, there were so many more things that God was bringing to the surface in their hearts. And they said, oh, my gosh, we'd grown cold, not in our love for each other, but even in our church. And God just re-sparked a fire. He did so much more than their marriage. And I'm just saying that freedom began because you were willing to listen to God. So thank you for signing up. I love you both. I'll see you in that class again, because I'll be there. Okay, so Abby and Josh attended a parenting class that um, uh, Ashley and Andrew had gone through prior and were teaching. But Abby wants to tell about the community in a small group and what they saw happen.
7: First funny thing is,
1: one Wednesday night,
7: about halfway through, me and Brandy saw each other before, and we're like, we just don't feel like being here, so we're going to go to class and we're not going to say anything. We're just going to watch the video and not talk. We ran each- to each other afterwards and we're like, we talked. It was great. Like, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the parenting group, it was just the community you build in these small groups. Because sometimes as parents you feel very alone. You're like you're going through stuff in your, with your kids like, this isn't normal, I don't know what I'm going to do like no one else has dealt with this like you know my we just have a teenager now one day he loves us the next day he doesn't want anything to do with us you know and so going to these groups we had people who had kids that were older so they can say yes that's completely normal we've all been there it will get better just keep doing it and then you had families with younger kids who were you know. Well, what did you do in this situation? How did you address this? How did you discipline your kids? So the community, we were able to feel safe and open up about things that you may not want to. Um, and then we, there was a situation where there was a family going through something that most of us could not relate to because it wasn't the same situation. So you know, we're like, we may not have know what to say or do, but we can come together as a group and fast and pray with you. And we came um, the next week with a book full of scripture verses that we were going to stand with them. Because we may not know what you're going through, but we can be there for you through that no matter what.
3: And like Brandy said, the information in these classes wasn't earth-shattering, but the way that it was presented was enough to open your eyes and make you... Realize that oh, okay that that is normal like what Abby said and some of the the information it's like okay I've heard that before but this puts a whole new spin on it and so it was it was presented in a way that you could just understand and absorb it and you get to
1: communicate and the other thing is is that you know not often in this setting do we get to ask questions when we don't understand. And the small groups, that's what they're for. They're for communicating one with another. And if you don't get it, or you are struggling in a specific area, I've watched these already small group leaders walk with people. You don't have to do it alone. The Holy Spirit walks with us and we're to be like Christ, right? So there's Christians sometimes that don't get it that fast. So guess what? We walk and we keep walking together until they do. And that's okay. So tell me what yours was, Samuel.
3: Mine was about identity, and I mean, in the midst of it, when these groups were being distributed out, I felt like maybe I should do it, maybe I shouldn't, and like, at the same time, I felt like, no, I shouldn't do it. I got it all together, you know, (laughs) you know, but um, the more I thought about it, and I talked to people about it, it's just like, really, that's just the devil discouraging you for what God's trying to put in you. Amen. So I went to this class and I sat in the first day and it was good. And just the stuff you were learning every day in it, like, like, I know who I'm in Christ, but like the scriptures, like really instilling them in you. Like the, the thing I look at is that there's always something you can learn from these, these groups. There's always something you can add, yes. you know, to your walk. And I'm like, well, these scriptures just have been so beneficial because when the devil comes and tries to attack me with this and that, I can just be like, nope, rebuke you in the name of Jesus.
1: So you learn to protect your
6: identity. Yeah,
3: exactly, exactly. But like like what they were all saying about the community, the community was nice just to be able to talk to people. Some people relating to the same situations and yeah. current things that you're going through. Yep. I mean, it was a safe place. Yep. You also build relationships with other people yep. on top of that, so. Yeah.
1: So this is just three testimonies that we're willing to talk. There's more. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is that today and tonight, we're going to call all the small group leaders down. You guys are done. Thank you. We're going to call if you're over a small group this semester, if you would come down front, because pastors want to lay hands on you tonight. Here's what I want to remind you. Not only to receive healing does it have to be a pastor. It said, call on the elders of the church. Call on the ones who are more mature in the faith to pray for you, to walk you through. Listen, we're not putting novice in the positions of teaching the small group. But what I'm telling you is the people that are going through these small groups, number one, have experience in the area that they're dealing with. And number two, Pastor and Pastor Phyllis are going to put that prayer on them tonight. And I'm telling you, they're going to walk with you for the next 12 weeks. And I believe that God's miracle working power is going to bring freedom to the people's lives that are signed up. Can you believe that with us tonight? Because that's what this is about. Remember, only believe just isn't about a church for our family and just our family, but it's about our family and more. We're rescuers. We value relationships. And we're going to do that by faith. And that's faith in small groups and putting the word to our situation and learning it. So come on down, small group leaders. And I'm just going to ask those of you that are in the church tonight, if you would stretch forth your hand as mom and dad pray.
0: And one thing what small groups do, they accelerate discipleship. Oh, yes. They accelerate your growth because they pinpoint mm-hmm. what you're dealing with. And so if you can get that broken.
1: Absolutely
0: and then you can move on from that you're ahead of the game
1: exactly but
0: if if we're waiting for the pastor to preach (laughs) on finances or marriage or getting a breakthrough that's going to happen three weeks in a year right and it's going to be like a flash in the pan and no matter how many cds you buy you're probably not going to get it right but in small groups you get to ask questions you get to address problems that you're having Mm -hmm. from week to week and these people help you. Iron sharpens iron. And so it's important that these small groups uh, are you. Absolutely. And participated in. And that you allow them to have their effect on your life. You can think about it as a 12-week counseling session. Uh, no, that's that, good. That you're not paying for. Yeah.
1: You know, sometimes, Dad, one thing I res- have, have respected about my dad for years Is that he had a tenacity a spiritual tenacity to push through strongholds in his life that he had grew up with and learned to be a really good sinner but when he turned a Christian those behaviors don't just change right and so the persistence and the spiritual tenacity that he had without a small group to put his head in the Bible and find out the scriptures live the scripture speak the scripture that's great some of us don't have that tenacity so we have to be put in the class where someone's telling me the scripture, and I'm like, and I can apply it. That yeah. was Samuel. Samuel's like, now I got scriptures. Yeah. I can fight for my identity now. Mm-hmm. That's huge. So that's what this is. This is help right. in the midst And of you that. think
0: about, you know, where Paul said, the older women teach, teach the younger, the younger women. women. This is that in practice. Amen. Older men, teach you know, put uh, yourself into younger men. Mm-hmm. That's what takes place in small groups. And uh, I'm telling you, it'll change your life. And you can get a breakthrough. And then if you get out of the small groups for three weeks or a month and you have a flat tire and hit a telephone pole, you can go back to the people that were in the class that you related to. For support. And what you can do is say, hey, help me. I need some air in my yes. tires. And I need for you to pull the grill out from around that tree. I need to get back <laughs> on the road. Uh, so...
1: Bill's relationships. It I sure think does. It, it
0: builds. Does. builds Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm so used to being around my brothers when I they have masks money. on. They're mo- they're wanting money. All right. So I, I got I'm all kidding. Money. All right. So let's uh, just have our attention for a couple of minutes, and uh, we're going to pray for these people. Yes. And uh, we're just going to impart into them that they will love and that they will care for you as we would father in the name of jesus christ we pray god and we ask that god you would stir up the gifts the callings that god they would be able to impart revelation knowledge that god though they will speak into ears that will hear and hearts that will receive father we pray in the name of jesus christ That, God, you would use these people. That, God, you would anoint their words. That their words, God, will be as sweet as honey, but God like a hammer and a fire. That, God, it will tear down, it will build, it will temper. And that, God, men and women will be transformed by that which is put into their life. In Jesus Christ's name. And Father, we pray right now that God, your hand would be upon them. God, that you would open their eyes, that they may see ways to give the word that the people would receive. Let it be received, open up the eyes of the people that they're speaking to, their ears and their hearts. God, transform people into the likeness of jesus christ through this couple in jesus name father we pray right now that god these two would bring forth a message of freedom god breaking shackles bondages god that father their words would be like a hammer and a fire That, God, prison doors would be open, lights would be turned on, and that, God, the way would be made clear. Now, God, we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ that, God, your hand would be upon her. Open up even her understanding. And, God, the eyes of her spirit that, God, she would receive revelation knowledge, she would understand, that she would be able to explain and to articulate, God, to those that are in her class, that, God, they will be set free, that, God, they will become people that will set others free as freely as they have received, they will give out. And that, God, they will be the disciples of those that they will run into in the body of Christ. And, God, we ask it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So those
1: six groups that we have were basic discipleship, breakthrough. We've had to sign up a whole other class because the first class was completely full. We have healing, parenting, And we have marriage, and we also have pornography addiction. That is an online sign-up only in order to keep the anonymity so that you can remain private and you're not embarrassed, and we don't want to bring any shame with any of these situations that we're dealing with. So if you have not signed up for a small group tonight, I just want to tell you there are minimal openings left. Um, Because we opened the second breakthrough class There will be a little bit more in that class, but if you need to sign up, Ashley's going to be at the Welcome Center after service, and you can fill those other spots. I don't want to take any more time away from worship. We've done so much, but I really want to prepare our hearts that for the next 12 weeks of these sessions, that we're just really in a place of full surrender. Amen? that God can do what he wants in our hearts and amongst the church. All right, so thank you, leaders. I appreciate it. And Ashley, we're going to go ahead and take off some with more worship.
2: Church, let's speak out. The cheese.
1: Is what you're proclaiming when you sing that song come alive in Jesus name come alive inside of me for this is a house of miracles the same power that runs in his veins runs in yours the same power to pray over the sick is in him is in you Come alive in Jesus' name. Come alive. This is a house. This is a mouth of miracles. This is a body that houses the miracle working power of God. We don't just live by faith without demonstrating its works. For faith without works is dead. We're not afraid to lay hands on the sick and pray. For God says lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen? I'm going to ask tonight that anyone that is sick in your body, I want you to come down front. I want some of our pastoral help, Pastor Randy, Brother Rick, or Brother Philip, I was thinking, is Rick here? Brother David, John, come down front, because I want to lay hands on you and pray tonight. I don't think anyone should go home with sickness in their body. Amen? So come on down front if you need prayer tonight. In the meantime, the team's going to keep playing, and if you don't need prayer... Then I'm going to ask that we stay just, we're in 21 days of prayer here at the church, right? Time to refocus our life, refocus and just get about God's business for the new year. Amen. I'm kind of sick of being about everyone's business. Time to get back on point and be about the Lord's business. So let's make 2021 different than what we've done before. So I'm going to ask that you stay and pray. Maybe it's just 10, 15 minutes you can give tonight. That I know the band's played a lot tonight, but I want to ask them to stay. And just feel free to pray the way you pray. If you got your prayer book with you, if you just pray and walk, whatever that takes, I want to encourage you to do that. Be sure that you're praying for our nation tonight. For we see that there is turmoil at work and we need peace. Amen? So let's do that. I love you all. We're going to pray for the sick down here. I ask you to pray. And then I'm going to dismiss you now when you're ready to leave. Feel free to leave. And we love you all. We'll see you on Sunday. Dad is continuing his series on untangling the mess. If you need some answers about what's happening right now, he's going to lay some things out for you. And then next Wednesday, he's teaching a message about a revolt. It's a revolt against your flesh. Amen. So he's going to be talking about that and using spiritual weapons to define that. So join us in the house on Sunday at 10 a.m. And God bless you. And don't forget to pray.
7: Hey, live streamers, we're so glad that you could join us today. Be sure to check out all of our social media
1: platforms, and we can't wait to see you next time.